Guys, 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 welcome back inside the lunch table. I am sitting back down with my two favorite slaps. We're coming off a loaded weekend where we had lots of action. We got lots to talk about. We're not even going to waste time. We're going straight to the business, guys. Let's talk about the National Football League. Today, we've got a really big game as Odell Beckham Jr. is going to debut for the Rams. I'm going to open up to the table. Gentlemen, tell me what we expect from Monday Night Football tonight. Um, maybe when he showed up in L.A., he had a rabbit's foot in his pocket because Robert Woods, um, was, it a, <laughs> was it a torn ACL? Yes, sir. Yeah. Done for the season. Press Done Robert for Woods. the season. So they're going to have to lean on Odell in that wide receiver two position because he's definitely not going to wide receiver one because Cooper Cup has that locked up and thrown away the key. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Odell, I'm, I'm excited to see how um, how involved he's going to be in this offense and if, it, and if he's going to throw it off or is he, he going to um, help it out. Mike, do you think we're going to see uh, New York OBJ or do you think we're going to see some more Cleveland OBJ? Ooh, uh, I'm looking – Hopefully, I'm hopeful because I actually do like the guy. I'm hoping I'm hoping we can see some New York OBJ, but he okay. has had, I think, three major surgeries. Yeah, he's had um, some work done to that body, that's for sure. Yeah, Kat, so. same question to you. Monday Night Football, some expectations. What what version of Odell are you looking to see tonight? Well, I'm obviously I'm hoping to see uh, the the New York version of him, just because. I mean, listen, he was un, he was untouchable. He was unstoppable in New York for sure, and um, I think he can do it now. I mean. Maybe Baker was the problem. We'll get, we're going to see. I mean, the Browns got absolutely blown out yesterday. So um, if Odell comes out and shines, maybe it changes the narrative that he wasn't the issue uh, and, and it was maybe Baker or, or Stefanski or whoever else. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking to see. I mean, hopefully he gets about, you know, five, six, seven catches. I don't know how much he knows the playbook yet. Um, or, or, or he's a high that. IQ guy. Let's hope he catches all yeah. quick. Um, yeah. One thing I'll say about that game, gentlemen, uh, watch out for this beat-up Rams O-line. Uh, it's going to be hard for Odell to have a day if Nick Bosa has a day. So let's hope that mm -hmm. that, that O-line gives Matthew Stafford a chance to make that a ball game. And um, prayers out to that 49ers quarterback situation. We'll leave that one there. Um, let's go back to Sunday, gentlemen. And the first game I want to talk about is a game that really ruffled my feathers, which is hard because I really like hating on this team. And, Mike, your New York Saints, I really do believe the NFL officials took a victory away from those guys on Sunday. Um we really saw a bogus pass or roughing the passer call, Mike. Give me some reaction to that game. It really was a tough loss. Yeah, um, we're the New Orleans Saints. I had to throw that. I had to, I couldn't let you squeak by with that. You said New York Saints. <laughs> but, the New um, York Saints, my apologies. <laughs> no, nah, you're, you're good. But, yeah, man, it was definitely bogus. I mean, going into the game, though, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't expect to win this game. We had Alvin Kamara out. We know Mike ding, Thomas ding. done for the season. QB1, Jameis Winston done for the season. Um, so I mean, I didn't expect much. Our offense has been putrid with the wide receiver core <laughs> that we that we've been rolling out. And Sean Payton just says he's happy with our QB room. He didn't sign Cam Newton, and then he said yeah. oh, he's happy with our uh, wide receiver room, so he didn't sign any wide receivers or or try to trade for any. So um, I don't know, man. I don't know if this season is a scratch or what. But going back <laughs> to the game yesterday, it just it was a really um it was just a really disappointing um. Uh, performance our defense played well offense was disappointing um flat flat um, <laughs> yeah yeah but that that call I mean I you know as a Saints fan I've gotten kind of used to these kind of things happening I don't know yeah. I don't know what the deal is I mean I, I I've learned to not cry about it I just I just take it as it is man it, I, I don't know if this year is going to be our year I'll be happy with a with a wild card first round exit this year if we're being yeah honest. just find a way to get in for sure right. well on the on the flip side uh, another member of our show had a good weekend. Well, maybe not a good weekend. I don't really know what his objection for the season is. But oh, Kat, I had Vikings, a great weekend. Okay, your Vikings hold on. did I, pick I up a, a win. Weekend. 
All right, tell me, Kath, how would we like this Vikings win over a good Chargers team too? A good Chargers Thanks. team. Uh, I mean, I, I liked it. We played we we played in LA, mm-hmm. um, and and we played fairly well. Kirk Cousins was was not regular Kirk Cousins. Uh, he actually <laughs> surprised me a little bit, and we threw the ball almost forty times, which I really which I really like. Don't get me wrong, I love Dalvin Cook, and he still rushed for ninety four yards. Uh, mm-hmm. But Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are the truth, man. I mean, Justin Jefferson, nine nine catches, one hundred and forty three receptions. Um, he he's what Odell thinks he is, and. <laughs> um, and and to be and to be honest with you, I mean, the Vikings won. It was a great weekend overall. Texas lost two in, in basketball and football. We're gonna get into that later on, but um, uh, it was it was a good weekend for me. But I, I was proud of those boys. Um, and, yeah. and honestly, I walked into the game. I didn't think that we would win the game. And then we start. And then and then it was like we started to pull away a little bit. And then and then uh, uh, L.A. started to come back. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, here we go again. <laughs> but. All right, next gentleman, I want to touch on a couple of blowouts because we did have a few blowouts. And the first one I want to start with is a team that I have to apologize to because they finally answered my call, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, on Sunday Night Football. We put them on a primetime television game, and apparently that's what they needed, and they absolutely delivered. I'm going to have to send my apologies all the way around. Um, Patty was absolutely great. 127 QBR. I can absolutely live with the five TDs. That was went crazy. Go ahead. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it was a great Patty game. And um, we only gave up 14 points. The 40, the offense we knew was going to come back. The defense is what we needed to see. And while Derek Carr gets a lot of knock from people, he's competent, guys. There's no way around that. And Very. They, were, they were they were able to survive last night and only give up 14 points to a Raiders team that was coming in looking to take maybe put a foothold in that division. And instead they took a really hard loss. Um, and, hey, listen, here's my, the biggest to carry. Go ahead, Kev. The biggest, yeah, the, the biggest thing for me was they gave up 50. Their leading rusher was Derek Carr with 18. Yes, and so they let, they had uh, Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. They had them combined for 32 yards, 16 apiece, mm-hmm. 50 total yards. That. Y'all know how I feel about a team not running the damn Exactly. Football. You got to be able oh, to exactly. And hey, right. y- y'all know one thing about this show is, is like I said, we'll send our praise and we got to send our praise. And Kansas City absolutely earned the praise last night because they were phenomenal. And I was really watching that game. That that wasn't a game I was willing to put on upset alert, but I was watching that game to look and see maybe the Raiders could pull something off. And the Kansas City Chiefs came out and absolutely put their foot in their mouths and took care of that one quick and early. Gentlemen, another one that we saw on Sunday that Kath is going to absolutely love. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go hold ahead, on, Mikey. Before, before, before we move on, man, that, that uh, Kansas City game definitely got me excited for this upcoming week because uh, y'all oh, are, don't worry. Cowboys are marching in hey, the arrowheads. Don't worry. So. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm going to give some love to <laughs> Kath's boy, and then we're going to head over to mine. <laughs> Kath, real quick, uh, let's talk about Baker Mayfield on Sunday. Just had the barn doors just blown off of him. 73 passing yards. He put in an absolute shift. What would you see from Baker on Sunday, Kath? Well, I saw him just get absolutely picked apart by uh, by Bill Belichick's defense. I mean, listen, here's here's the thing. He 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 left the game with an injury, and and honestly, this may be it for Baker. If he misses a significant amount of time, he's this is his last year on his rookie contract. Case Keenum's um, team, maybe so. Case Keenum also played terrible too. Let, let's not let's let's not take whoa, whoa, let's whoa, not whoa, take whoa whoa whoa. He was eight for 12, 81 yards. I mean, come on now. Well, yeah. I'll give you uh, Dink and Dunk. He there, also got yeah, it he was got, he also down. got sacked. He also got sacked three times. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, the O-line have... is terrible. <laughs> Bad well, but the O-line's banged up. I mean, <laughs> you can't expect everyone. This ain't Madden. I mean, you're not gonna <laughs> Listen, have 53 healthy guys every week. They're missing a lot of guys. 
Yeah, yeah, they are banged the hell up. I'll give you that. Like 45 7 is unexcusable anywhere in the league. Oh, 100%. Anywhere in the league. Uh, Even (laughs) if the Jets, we're about to, I'm about to rip Robert Sala here in a minute because they keep giving up 45 points every week. That is inexcusable. And this is, think about if we go back to the Chargers game at the beginning of the season, this Browns defense was supposed to be fixed. I told us that on this show coming into the season, I said that the Browns defense was going to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I wrong. This defense is horrific. And they they just, uh, every single week, they make that opinion look stupider and stupider. They are just dragging themselves through the mud. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to get fixed either, gentlemen. We might see some consistency from this Browns defense, and it might be some very terrible consistency. So if I'm in Cleveland, I am, <laughs> I am sounding the alarm. Um, like I said, the next one I want to talk about is uh, a team that, Needed to respond after that rough Jacksonville game. Buffalo Bills looked like grownups again yesterday, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Sala, who is supposed to be a defensive coach, is coaching one of the worst defenses in history. The fact this Jets team has two wins. Shout out to Mike White is very impressive. Gentlemen, yeah. did we see what did we see? From very Buffalo impressive. Bills? Listen, very impressive. He threw four, he threw four interceptions and no touchdowns. Ding ding Listen, ding. Yeah, it was there. It was it was there for the majority of the. He was there for the majority of the game. He just made really, really dumb decisions. I'm and telling you, man. I, here's here's what I think that I've realized is if Josh Allen is not Josh Allen, then if, if you can figure out a way to kind of silence Josh Allen. Just disrupt then, him. Get him off the spot. Right, yeah. Then then what happens is what happened last week in, in Jacksonville or against Jacksonville. So uh, Josh Allen was, was almost perfect. He threw one interception, uh, 21 for 28, 366 yards. Obviously, his boy Stephon Diggs, 162 yards, ran listening. all over this Jets team, all, all over, and and they ran and they ran the ball for 139 yards. They got everybody involved. I, I mean, they're they're still the the Bills are still a really good team. I'm telling again, you, watch out in the AFC for sure. I, I, but but again, if Josh Allen is not Josh Allen, then there, there's yeah, they have a lot of issues. I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. So real quick, Jim, I got two more I want to talk about. Um, first one I want to talk about, I've got to say, give some defense for my MVP candidate who was not an MVP candidate on Sunday. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who came off a bye week, gentlemen, and uh, we're big believers on this show that coming off your bye week, you have no reason to lose. Um, if, you, if you're given an extra week of film and practice time, you have very few reasons to lose, especially when you're playing a bad Washington football team. And Correct. Um, the Tampa Bay dropped a stinker, and maybe because A.B. and Gronk aren't there, Brady don't know how to work without his boys, but... You have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I'm telling you, the excuses are not... There's not a lot to uh-uh. say, so... No. I was I was disappointed in these Bucks on Sunday. I know Mike loved this win coming in his... Or this loss coming in his division. Gentlemen, what do we think about the Bucks? Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, Mike. No, okay. you go ahead. I, I want to I hear your response to... I mean, it was good that, that they lost, and so did, so did y'all. Exactly, so... Um, y'all know I'm a playoff hopeful for the Saints, so um, yes, that just makes that just makes my wish, um, you know, a lot more possible that we can get into these playoffs this year. Um, I don't know, man. We gotta play. We gotta play Tampa Bay again. So hopefully this bad play um, <laughs> for them, and we might we might end up first in our division, man. Who knows, man? So, <laughs> hey, the wheels can fall off. It's, it's the anything, NFL. Anything you never possible, know. Man. Yeah, oh, God. anything is possible. Kath, tell me what you thought about the or the MVP hopeful on Sunday. Well, I mean, I thought he made two really, really bad throws yeah. on those two interceptions uh, very early in the game. I, honestly, I thought he played fairly well. I mean, he's Tom Brady. I, I want to shift the focus on to Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington, Taylor Heineke played well. Mm-hmm. I, for, for Taylor Heineke, he played well. He played well enough for them 
uh, to win the football game. Um, and, and then Antonio Gibson, kind of, he, he was kind of getting in there. But Washington's defense is the reason why they won this football game. And even without A.B. and Gronk, the Bucks are still loaded. Yeah. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. O.J. Uh, Howard, Cameron Braid, Scotty right, Miller. Exactly. Right, right. So they're still loaded. So even without their two, I guess you could say top guys, I, I'd throw Mike Evans in there as well. But um, Washington's defense won this football game for him, fellas, and, and they, may, they may try to get second in the uh, East. Uh, that's not saying much. Yeah, it's terrible. That's gonna hurt that defense. Chase yeah, Young. It will. It will for the season. I'm not yes. tripping. We got those guys on our schedule too, gentlemen. Uh, I lied to you guys. I actually have two more before I get out of here. I've got to talk about one that made me some money on Sunday. I told us to watch out for this game on Wednesday because K1 didn't play or wasn't gonna play, and Kyler Murray didn't play. Cam Newton came in. The Panthers won by a whole heck of a lot of points. And gentlemen, um, if we can see some, if the, if the Carolina quarterback is just competent, it doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be excellent. It just can't be bad. It can't be Sam Darnold throwing three interceptions a week. If they can just get some competency at quarterback, this Carolina team is a playoff team, and they're going to make Mike Saints' life even more difficult. What do you think about those Panthers, gentlemen? Um. Well, we have to play them again. Let's get that. Let's get you that. You do. Up. You got them. And, hey, C-Mac was back this weekend too, gentlemen. I forgot to say that. 150 yards from scrimmage for C-Mac. He looked like his old self. It was good to see. Yeah, so that's definitely not good for me to hear being a Saints fan because we yeah, lost him in our first matchup, and, and that's when the Rochelle of the team. Like yeah. I said, <laughs> Stephon Gilmore's fitting into that defense. Brian right. Burns looks great. That offensive line is rough. I'll say that. They're having some issues up front, but I'm loving that Brian Burns is a star, guys. We got to start talking more about Brian Burns. I know Mike knows that name because he's in the division, but he does not get a lot of love outside of it. That man can I, play football. Listen, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it – the Panthers played well. They played really well. I mean, they did. And, and, and congrats to Cam. I'm, I mean, that, that made me really happy to see him play as well as he did yesterday. Um, but obviously, they got Chris McCaffrey back. And this Arizona team, maybe it was a fluke, uh, what Colt yeah, McCoy did last stinker. week. <laughs> um, and then uh, they couldn't run the football. Oh, James Conner had 39 yards. And, you know, Benjamin, shout out Wiley East. Uh, you know, Benjamin had 22 yards for, on six carries. So, uh, you know, it, and their defense just could not – Listen, Christian McCaffrey rushed for 100 yards and, and, and caught for another 66 yards. Yes, sir. Swiss Army. You've got, you've, got to be, you've got to be able to limit him to one or the other. You can't let him run all over you and then also catch the ball in the backfield um, and do that stuff too. He, he's their best receiver. He's better, mm-hmm. than, he, he, he's better than Robbie Anderson. Oh, um, let me tell you, he's uh, probably, what, 26 NFL team's best receiver. This man can catch the football. Honestly, There's no doubt. Yeah, right. So, guys, real quick, there's one more that I got to talk about, and we kept this one for the last because this one meant the most to me, and because we have to talk Ooh. about this team going forward as well. Um, I told you my, my Cowboys were going to respond, and they were going to respond in fashion. I told you guys it was going to be 21 points. They decided to make it 40 points, which I'm perfectly okay with. I'm not going to complain at that at all. Um, we looked great on all aspects of the football field. Now, granted, we played a very poor Atlanta Falcons team without Calvin Ridley and uh, a very upset Kyle Pitts, and it was – the, the team we played was not competent, and it was not like uh-huh. we, we rolled in and beat the best team in the NFL. But it was a good win to see, and it was the win we needed because next week we get the red the uh, back-end style Kansas City Chiefs. And, gentlemen, that next week is, is decision time. If we get the barn doors blown off of us next week, we will be 
we, we will be found out that we are the Joker. If we can compete next week and find a way to win that football game, I'll be in on these Cowboys. My only fear with this team is the back end of this defense and the guy sitting in the head yep. coach chair. Besides that, I think this team, if, if we can get Tyron Smith, I don't even need Tyron Smith to play. You take five, week off, five weeks off, big dog, and play in the playoffs. Keep this O-line competent, and we can win football games. But the back end of this defense is going to rain some question marks, and I, I still don't trust Mike McCarthy. You can throw that Super Bowl ring in my face all you want, but I'm, I'm hey. still a little shaky there. But, gentlemen, how do uh, we feel about my Cowboys this week and looking at Kansas City next week? Listen, Smith, Tyron Smith coming back, I think that is the least of your worries if we're going to be honest. I know. Terrence stay, phenom- stay, Ter- yeah, stay on the bench, big dog. Terrence Steele looked phenomenal last night, on, honestly. I, I'd he love did. to see what I – and mean, I didn't look. I, I'd love to see what he graded out as. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with Dak Prescott. Um, you he like was almost perfect. for 31? Listen, no, no, no. That, that's not what I'm saying. With this bad of a or – off, or defense, um, and this just bad of a team. Oh, I get what I, you're saying. Kind of expecting more to more than just 296 and two touchdowns. I was really looking for a well, four hundred yard balanced. passing game. We were and, balanced. Give us some praise. Yeah, and I, and I, and, yeah. he had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, we yeah. were balanced. And your defense took the ball away a lot. Uh, so maybe I mean, listen, I'm telling you, we're this I'm is not the best upset with team in 20 years, gentlemen. There's no way around that. This is the I'm not upset complete. with I'm not upset with Dak's performance at all. If anything, I mean, he, he did a phenomenal job. I thought going into the week, he would have absolutely hit that 400 yard mark. Yeah. He hadn't really he hadn't really had one of those just, just absolutely dominant games like he did the year previous, like last year before he got hurt. Um, and but listen, your defense took the ball away. You were able to run the football. Nobody can guard CeeDee Lamb in the league. I'm sorry. Uh, and y'all are going to be really good. It's this, this next week, it's going to be really interesting to see. Got to answer def- the call. Got to answer the call. If your defense doesn't show up, uh, then it's going to be a shootout. And if it's a shootout, I, want I, that. I like, yeah, I like Kansas City in a shootout. Well, and the, but the good news is, okay, so this is going to sound kind of crazy because you don't want this. At the same time, I wouldn't mind getting in a shootout with Kansas City. I like, I want to see what Dak Prescott can do when Patrick Mahomes is giving him punch after punch after. Now, granted, that's true. As, a, as, as a Cowboy fan, I don't want to see the defense get ran like that. But at the same time, when would we, have we ever seen Dak tested? Like, granted, we put up 43 points yesterday, but we saw three on the other scoreboard. What if the other scoreboard said 45? Like, now, granted, you don't want that because, like, obviously you want to see your defense play competent and all that stuff, but it would be a hell of a story if we saw Patrick Mahomes put up 42 points and see what Dak Prescott could do in response because I don't think we've seen that in a Dak career or in the recent since the injury. Right. Gentlemen, so let's – I'm going to shift our focus now. While we do have Monday Night Football, we'll be back on the NFL on Wednesday. I don't got to worry about that. We got to talk about the NBA. And uh, I'm going to open it first up to uh, an eventful weekend for a guy on our scene. Uh, Mike, tell me about your Lakers over the weekend. How are we feeling? A couple a couple, couple good games. How do you feel? I mean, um, we did beat the Spurs yesterday, which is okay. That's not really a great award. Sorry, Cat. And then uh, we put on a, a very embarrassing – I think it was – Yeah, it was Minnesota. We put on a very, a very, very embarrassing uh, performance against awful um, against the Timberwolves on Friday. Um, Just took the light off, you know. Yeah, what, what? I mean, what didn't, what didn't go right? I mean, Russell Westbrook giving thirty-one minutes, twenty points. Okay, great for you. But I mean, Anthony Davis, (laughs) two points. But everybody else, I mean, did y'all show up for work that day? I mean, no one else was over ten points. Baysmore, Bradley, Ellington, Carmelo. Baysmore put up an egg, zero points. Tell yeah, you can't yeah. play him. Can't where the hell? Him. Where the hell is our basketball team? Like, 
So that's my only problem. Um, I think um, Carmelo Anthony, yeah, he played 24 minutes, only three points. I mean, y'all said it was kind of shaky to keep um, hoping that he he stays consistent with, you know, 25 plus Yeah, points. that's what I was saying, right? He cannot be – is he going to be your guy that is going to be able to show up every night and drop you 15, 20 points and, and shoot 60% from the field? I don't know. Uh, Malik Monk also had a bad game, too. He, Shaky. Minus shaky. minus eighteen, Westbrook was minus thirty two, fellas. That that, that is, is horrendous. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Kind of impressive. It's terrible. Honestly, <laughs> it actually is. It's it, it is impressive. It's pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. Well, not in a good way though. I'll tell you. Um, next one I'm gonna talk about. Three. Do you understand? We were nine for nine for forty one from three. Hey, that is definitely a red flag. Your three point shooting is getting to the point where it is damn near atrocious because it is every game, every game. That's terrible. We're not going to win Carmel- any basketball games. If- Carmelo was one ball. for eight. Yeah. Oh, one for eight for Carmelo from the three. It come it on, buddy. Was. That was a, that was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing performance on Friday. Um, Probably but granted, it, it was nice to see you get the get the train back on tracks on Sunday. You could have made it a really terrible weekend and lost to two terrible basketball teams yeah. on the same. Hey, weekend, hey, so. hey! <laughs> Sorry, Kath. My apologies. Um, not as confident basketball teams in the same weekend, and then you would have had some issues. But Sunday, you were able to get it back on track, guys. One I got to talk about because last night I'm going to be able to defend them. Friday night I'm going to tear them apart. Last night, handling my Clippers. Down the stretch, y'all Chicago Bulls were able to beat my Clippers by 10 points. Uh, I actually <laughs> sat down and watched this game. This was the first game I really got to watch my Clippers full stretch. And we shot poor for three quarters. We heated up for the start of the fourth quarter. And then we played terrible basketball in the clutch. This game, both teams wanted to lose really bad. And the Clippers just wanted to lose more, yeah. you know. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's all about who wants it. And the Clippers really wanted it. And uh, we took – there was a possession – with two and a half minutes on the clock, gentlemen, where the Clippers had five offensive rebounds. They took six shots. None of them went in, and not a single one of them was contested. It was it was insane to watch. It was painful to watch. And at the end of the day, props to y'all's Bulls for closing. It was really nice to see Zach Levine close. Like I said, I kept calling him a diaper baby last week. It was good to see him hit some buckets in clutch time. Some respect on DeMar DeRozan's name. Uh, yeah, he you. played great in quarters one through three, whatever. Uh, let's go back to Friday night. where No, I no, really, no, no, no. I'm not going to. Nope, nope. nope, nope. We I are am. going back to Friday night because the next team Seven I want to talk about. Seven for 25. <laughs> was, your, was your MVP candidate? Seven for 25. Like I said, it was a rough shooting night, points. Cap. We shot uh-huh. the lights out the night before. We can't be hot every night. <laughs> no, he, Paul George has a rough shooting night every time he touches the court. <laughs> well, anyway. They did have that seven-game winning streak snapped. No biggie. We'll get back on track. Gentlemen, another team that had a, t- a really good weekend at the start and then a disappointing Sunday night, the Golden State Warriors, they yeah. absolutely – they showed the boys who the men were on Friday night, and they absolutely manhandled y'all's uh, Chicago Bulls. Um, it was really good to see the Bulls bounce back on Friday night because if not, I was going to have a field day with you, gentlemen. Uh, guys, let's <laughs> talk – tell me about Friday night. What went on? I didn't actually watch this one. I was more on Sunday night than this game. I watched that game. They um. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Kath. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, they just played better than they just played better than they did, and because mm-hmm. Curry dropped you forty points. I hope <laughs> you plus listen, is if you if you drop forty, I hope your team wins. <laughs> it's hard oh. not to shit when you and Lonzo 40, and Lonzo yeah. Lonzo Ball played Lonzo Ball played terrible. Um, and your only two players that played decent were were Demar Derozan and and Zach Levine. But mm-hmm. nobody else in the starting lineup or on the bench really showed up. 
Yeah, I mean, the Bulls were eight for 27 from three. So yeah, that was the killer number right there. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, but well, in their defense, I, I kind of saw what you were saying at the beginning of the season, Calvin, where you said they're, they're not going to be able to defend uh, some elite basketball teams. And well, kind of showed. Don't get me wrong. In transition, they can play defense because they're long and athletic. There's no way around that, right? Like, on, like against my Bulls, they played Caruso at the four. Like this team is ridiculously athletic. <sighs> In the half court, though, when Golden State could set up the offense, they tore this team to pieces. Anytime mm-hmm. Steph, yeah. Steph wanted a bucket, he was dipping in and out of screens, getting whatever he wanted. Um, Lonzo Ball, uh, I, I respect Lonzo Ball as a defender. Well, I had a lot more going into Friday night than after Friday night. But Lonzo Ball had absolutely a miserable night with Steph. Um, Steph gave him an absolute headache. And it, it was he was supposed to be the good defender, and it wasn't there for me on Friday night. And it was a little bit disappointing. But like I said, shout out to Steph. He's playing lights out. He's doing his thing. Guys, the other one I want to talk about who's playing absolutely light out is my guy who's shooting 75% true shooting, which is absolutely insane. Kevin Durant and these Brooklyn Nets gentlemen. Talk to me about KD. What have we seen from KD over the weekend, guys? MVP. I'm MVP. telling you, this this one, uh, all love to my boy playoff P, my boy B- Baby Bird, but KD is just doing something else right now, guys. I mean, this. He, listen, he's got an opportunity, and I mean this in all seriousness, to have Say one it. of the greatest Say seasons it. that we've ever seen ever scoring scoring the basketball he gets whatever he wants like it it does not matter what you throw at him he finds a way to get open he finds a way to put the ball in the basket he shot 11 for 17 against the uh the the w against the pelicans uh plus 17 and listen and he can defend the basketball as well i mean if, if, if if this guy is not in any mvp conversation i don't care what yes is doing i don't care what curry is doing i don't care about any of that Kevin Durant plays on both sides of the basketball, and he's probably one of the greatest shot creator I've ever I've ever witnessed. He's not the greatest shooter, obviously. That would, probably would go to Curry, uh, but this guy gets whatever he wants, and 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 there's nothing that you can really do about it. And he hasn't had an off night yet. Like we're we, they, well, they've played that was, they that played was my thirteen point. games. Yeah. He hasn't had an off night yet. So on uh, a lot of people said OKC was the down night. He had 33 points. His rough shooting night was 33%. He was two for six from behind the three-point line. He was plus 30. Plus 30. That was his bat. Nine for 17, two for six, plus 30. I can live with that every single night of the week. Like this man is just every – and James Harden is – James Harden is a coin flip. I think we're going to, since coin flip Jameis is uh, on IR for the rest of the season, <laughs> I think we're going to strip that title from Jameis just for the season. Don't worry, Mike. He can have it back next year. But I right. think we're going to pass coin flip on to James Harden because this man is, uh, some nights it's Houston James Harden. Some nights it's Arizona State James Harden. Some nights it's JV James Harden. It is ridiculous. Um, OKC, <laughs> it's a bad team, James Harden. This is a bad team. You cannot go one for eight. Five for thirteen with six. Listen, and you know points. what's you know what's crazy is is Kevin Durant got to the free throw line a bunch. Oh he right, but 14, the whistle. No, 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 no. The whistle, the whistle, the whistle. It don't work. Maybe, maybe Kevin Durant is uh is has that, I guess, stature uh to where he can no, Kevin Durant just drives the basketball and, and, and is not afraid of contact and he's nah, gonna go finish yeah, and, he and he's and he's gonna go and he's gonna go finish it. I mean plus 30 fellas that is incredible and he's dropping 33 points. Well he's getting I, pe- he's getting people open. 
He's playing. He's playing. It's it's incredible. Playing great basketball. Let's be honest. I have yeah. to. I have to digress a little bit because I did give a lot of gas for James Harden for those shooting numbers. Um, James Harden has 110 percent answered my call on those assist numbers, gentlemen. I told y'all at the beginning of the season he was going to lead the league in assists. Right now he's up to third on that chart. He did give me 13 dimes against OKC. I have to give him some praise for that because I did ask him to do that. But I want to see the shooting number fixed too, James Harden. The assists are great, but we got to take care of this one for eight crap. We can't keep doing that. Gonna get, maybe this, wait, gonna make maybe this is a basketball games. Maybe this is a backwards year. Maybe he's waiting till the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's, sure. that's optimism. I'm not willing to give James Harden. I'm sorry it. about that one. Heard it here first, gentlemen. He's playing. Quick, he's uh, playing chess, and we're we're all playing checkers. Apparently, <laughs> I want to preview tonight. There's a really big game for my Mavs. We've gotten a beaten up Denver Nuggets team coming to town with no Michael Porter. Uh, gentlemen, I really need to see my Mavs win this game. Uh, I want to see. Uh, we got a Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic match, matchup. I'm really excited for this one, guys. Do we have any love for my Mavs over the uh, the beat up Nuggets tonight? No, no. You're <laughs> taking the Nuggets. What about you, Cat? Well, Vegas has Dallas at minus five and a half. Uh, I I like Dallas right here. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yes. Uh, I I like I like Dallas here, not because Michael Porter is out. Um, I think he's a joke of an NBA player, wow. but listen, but, but what he does on the floor though, what he does on the floor, he may not score the basketball, uh, but spacing and, and getting other guys open and, and passing the ball around. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, I, don't, I don't know the nuggets, the nuggets have been good this year. And also yeah. the games, the games, the games that they have lost, uh, have been kind of, kind of just, they, they played the Grizzlies, uh, back to back, uh, and they mm. lost to them. Well, they blew us out earlier in the season. That's how they gonna stop too? How are they gonna stop the Joker though? Like, how are they gonna? Yeah, no. Whoa, whoa! How are they gonna stop Baby Bird? We can ask the same question. I mean, well, if well, you you don't have you to stop Baby Bird. That's what I'm saying. Bro, you know, oh, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. Hey, whoa, whoa! Hold up, hold up, hold up! Uh, we saw 32 from his sidekick over the weekend. Let's have some optimism for maybe Kristaps uh, oh. Porzingis to keep that form. I was Zoom about in. to ask you. I was about to ask you about him. Um, I'll say I'm not gonna give a lot of stock in the performance I saw because um. Well, I don't remember how I described your Spurs either earlier, but they're not terrible, but they're not a great basketball team. So obviously we can't hold that in high regards, <laughs> but I still right. think it was good to see tonight's bro. If you play defense in New York, if Jokic comes out here and wops your ass up and down the court, I'm going to let you hear it on Wednesday because you were supposed to promise us defense. The offense was improving, but you were a defender first. Now you've turned into seven foot free of sitting duck on defense. That's got to change. I need you to defend Jokic tonight. I need 18 points. I need 12 rebounds. I need hard screens, and I need defense. Gentlemen, I have a question. Quick. Hold on. Go ahead. No, pause, pause. I have a question. Go ahead. So on, I think this was, what, Friday? or yes, sir. Whenever, whenever the Celtics played the Cavs and the Cavs won, yes, sir. I just have a question. Why the hell is Dennis Schroeder taking the last shot of that the is basketball a hell of a game? That is a hell of a question. I don't That's care if he had 28 points. Jason Tatum should be your closer. And if it's not him, it I, it, I don't think it should be Schroeder. <laughs> Listen, Schroeder was on fire that night. Absolutely. Jason Tatum was average. But if if you're not handing the ball to Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. why, why is Dennis Schroeder taking your last shot of the basketball game? And I also want to point out, too, we were dogging the hell out of the Cavaliers saying that they are the worst. They are nine and five, fellas. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I told you they were a playoff team, and I told you they were the sixth seed. No, no, no. I'm talking at the beginning of the, at the very beginning of the year. Oh, okay. We, no, not until nobody the had, lineup. Yeah, I'll give no, you that. No, no, no. Nobody it, had any love for them. We've been giving them love throughout the year, 
as they're winning close games and games that they probably shouldn't win, like this Celtics game. But maybe the Celtics just aren't that good. Well, but I'll tell you the secret with the Cavs is, and we haven't talked about this one in a while, just because I, the Cavaliers are a great regular season team or whatever, but not a lot of love when the push comes to shove. The three centers in the NBA is incredibly difficult just because the NBA yeah. is soft, gentlemen. These guys do not want to play defense in the post. And Evan Mobley is making he, – he's taking post – I mean, he's taking wing defenders into the post because guys he's can't set up on transition pitch. defense. Yep. If you he's don't get back up. on this Cavs defense team, I mean, Lowry Markin runs the floor. Uh, Evan Mobley runs the floor. They're going to punish you with size, and that's what they keep doing to these NBA teams because I, I hate to break it to you, but teams get punked when they play Cleveland. That, that's all it is. There's no secret to it. Those Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and Lowry Markin are just punking teams. That's all it is. Yeah. And um, like I said, they've got those Celtics again tonight. Uh, I would watch out for that same punk treatment they got. Um, hopefully the Celtics can find a way to win a basketball game and get things back on track. But I think they're just going <clears> to <throat> hang out with the Bucks down there at the bottom of the conference. Uh, Speaking of the Bucks, tonight, uh, Speaking wanna, of the Bucks man. Um, you want to give so you want to talk about that, that six and eight record? Yeah. And somebody, the Hawks <laughs> yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm not going to give Trey, – Trey Young was hot as hell in that game. I actually watched a little bit of this one, too. Trae 42 Young points? The, yeah, Man. he shot the lights out of the basketball. Um, uh, We might need to pull the alarm on Milwaukee, gentlemen. I was going to wait till Wednesday yep. for this one, but Mike went ahead and got us started. So I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> Nine for 21, one for five from the MVP. Eight for 17, one for four from Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton's not playing right now. Uh, gentlemen, uh, scroll all the way down to that box score. Look at those plus minus numbers. You will see a whole <laughs> lot of negatives because this Bucks team got outplayed one through five. Uh, this was a Hawks team I was crapping on last week because they haven't played good basketball in a long time. And they decided to play it against a crappy Milwaukee team. And, uh, like I said, I was going to wait till Wednesday, but I'm down to pull the alarm and sound the alarm in Milwaukee. How about you gentlemen? Hey, hell trade, trade drop, trade drop 42. So yeah. listen, it's, if you can shoot eight for 13 from three and you drop 42 points and you end the game with plus 12, that's, uh, that, that's, that's a phenomenal night. And if, and if you're the, if you're the other team, I mean, pack it up, you're losing the game. It's that simple. I a hundred percent, 110% agree. Like I said, um, not a lot of love for the Hawks because I think Nate McMillan's going to have some issues there because DeAndre Hunter just got hurt and that's not good for that team. No love for them. But like I said, uh, Milwaukee, uh, I'm worried. I'm starting to get worried. I don't want to be worried because you have so much talent, but I'm starting to get worried. You might be missing PJ Tucker a little bit. He's enjoying his time in the kennel. Guys, tonight, we got to get a take in on this one. I got Bulls Lakers as my nightcap. Mike, what are we thinking tonight? Not very much. Um, I think, <laughs> I think I, honestly, if we're being honest, I think a L is going to be on the way. Um, unless um, Wayne Ellington puts on a three. Uh, Wayne Ellington. I mean, he hit five threes. He um, did. He did. Yes, or the last time we played. So I don't know. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna need everybody to do their job and put on a good performance if we want to win. But I mean, still no LeBron. So hey, I think AD had thirty four last time. So I'm about to say AD like will that. rip this team to pieces. Watch the the Bulls have no defender for AD. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, uh, no. I'm not gonna do this a lot on this show, but I'm gonna have to take the Bulls. I told y'all they like winning regular season basketball games. Uh, I think AD could have thirty five tonight. He could have a hell of a game, but I don't know if he's gonna get any help from. I mean, Westbrook could be guys. at least. Um, at the most minus minus eight, I'm gonna give him at, at, at least. Point. See, and yeah. that is the issue with Russell Westbrook is you have to play into the negatives. You got a scheme like, all right, we know he's gonna be bad, but how bad are we really tolerating? Yeah, we like, know he's gonna turn the ball over five to <laughs> seven times. times. Are, are we able to? Yes, bro. Listen, he here, here's my away. thing. Here, here's my thing about it. AD's gotta show up. Westbrook's gotta show up, and somebody else. 
maybe another guy or maybe two other guys, Malik Monk and, and Carmelo, uh, they're going to have to show up if you want to beat this Bulls team. Uh, and, and Westbrook cannot turn the ball over seven times because I don't know if you're going to be able to, to take, you know, I don't know if you're going to be able to, to get those seven possessions back. Right. Yeah, I agree to that. So, like I said, uh, watch out for that one tonight, too. Uh, I've got a lot more garbage uh, going on around the league. Some bad teams playing bad teams. Uh, one team I need to apologize for for ripping them. He has, unfortunately, came to form. They've won eight games in a row now. The Phoenix Suns and Devin Booker. Yeah. Uh, I told you all <laughs> Devin Booker was finished about two weeks ago, and he's found a way to get the shooting numbers back on track, and they keep winning He listened games. to the podcast. He must I have. Guess, because I said some mean things about him, and he decided to stop being mean thing worthy. <laughs> so, gentlemen, what do we think about these eight win in a row Phoenix Suns? Ooh, nine and three is looking nice, right? Yeah, now. eight wins in a row. My Mavs need to win to keep that pace. They're they're winning ball games. Oh, don't worry, they'll be marching into town. I think uh this week on Wednesday yeah, that we do. Yes, slug <laughs> fest right there. Hey, we got a tough week. Don't y'all worry. My Mavs are gonna have to earn their dollar this week. There's no way around nice. that. Y'all got Phoenix Wednesday and then Friday. Ah, uh, yes, mm-hmm. sir. If we decide to sleepwalk through this week, we can go ahead and pick up three losses and take three a crap all right over there. our yep. brand new record. So, <laughs> yes. But, no, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. We're going to get it started nice tonight. We're not going to win both of those Phoenix games. We'll drop one of those, too. It's and like I said, it is really just – it's tough to beat a team twice in a row. So, I don't I don't know if we'll be able to win both those games, but I will hope we win one of them. And if we are able to win both of them, it's a great week. And – well, anyway, gentlemen, switching gears, I real quick I want to talk about some college sports. We had a great, we had a loaded week in some college football. Oh, Kat, was it loaded? Kat, tell me what you saw around the college football this week. What, what caught your eye? <laughs> well, here, I'm going to open it up and just say that uh, if you didn't see what happened at the end of the Texas Tech football game, I, I really challenge you to go look it up. You can find it literally anywhere. Uh, <laughs> our, our kicker had a 60, 62, let me repeat that, 62-yard field goal to win the game. Justin Tucker S. Um, it, it, it was phenomenal. Uh, we beat a, an Iowa State team that's top 15 in the country uh, on, on the defense side of the football. And so, but uh, other than them, Texas lost to Kansas. Tough God, UT, UT is terrible. They're looking to not make a bowl game this year, fellas. Oh, yeah, RIP Steve Sarkeesian. That was a quick career. That didn't take long. I don't know if they're going to get rid of him. I'm going to talk about that on Wednesday. Uh, Baylor upset Oklahoma. We figured out that Oklahoma, we, you know, we figured out who they, they are. They bullied them, bro. They put the boys in the man, bro. The boys in the it man. Was, it was bad. Listen, I stayed home. I didn't go to the, our football game so I could specifically watch this game um, and a couple other ones, and it didn't disappoint. OU just – OU just uh, – they just didn't show up. I mean, nobody on their team showed up. Uh, their defense played terrible. Caleb Williams was awful. So bad that they put Spencer Rattler back in. Um, Mississippi State, they upset Auburn. Auburn is terrible. They've lost two in a row. Uh, but here's here's my biggest takeaway from this this week right here. Ohio State, fellas, is good. They're very good. O- almost to the point where I'm I'm probably going to put them at number two. Uh, they, two? You think they're better than the tie? <laughs> I think – I, listen, I, listen, I think their defense is a little bit worse than uh, Bama's defense. But they, mm-hmm. they have the best offense in the country. I, I'll give you that. Our boy Jackson Smith last week had 240 yards. This I week he that. also put on a show. Now they got Garrett Wilson working in. He got three touchdowns yesterday. They played a really good Purdue team who just came off of a win against uh, Michigan State. Uh, and, and Purdue actually was ranked in their 6-4 and four team. And, but Ohio State, man, 
Bro, this... my only my only issue with Ohio State when it comes to the, our big two in the SEC, because that's how we've been on the show the whole year. We've known that. We've said that it was the big two and everybody else. I think I'll agree with you. Ohio State is, is emerging themselves as the next closest to the two. The only issue I'm going to have with Ohio State is I don't think Ohio State plays the defense the other two do. I think they play better offense than the other two, but I think the other two yeah. play some absolutely phenomenal, especially Georgia. Georgia's defense, even as banged up as it is, these guys are banged the hell up right now. I thought Tennessee was going to give them some hell on over the weekend. They held them to 17 points, and that, it, was, it was impressive to see. That's my only knock on Ohio State. I don't think they play as good as defense as the other two teams, but I'll 110% agree with you on the offense. I, I think that they should jump ahead of – uh, I think they should jump ahead of Oregon. I agree uh, that I'm out. Most, of the most, well. mostly, mostly. I didn't like how Oregon played against Washington State. Oh, I thought they played really. I thought oh, they played wait. really bad. Um, let's address another one. If Notre Dame gets into the playoff again, I'm moving. I'm leaving the country. I will no oh, longer no, be associated no with the game of football. ESPN gave them a 54 percent chance going into the playoff no. show on Tuesday. I swear to God. Don't please not again. I'm tired of watching this team get blown out the building. <laughs> Listen, I, there's, man. Every time they there's get no there, way to get pissed on. The only way that they get in there is everybody above them except Georgia would have to just absolutely crap the bed the next two weeks. Uh, but even then, I still don't I'm even see that no happening. Resume, bro. Oh, they 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 and, the only ranked team that they've beaten is Wisconsin, and and they beat them pretty pretty handily. But, uh, but that was at the beginning. That was the beginning of the year, yeah. And the yeah. other ranked game that they played, they lost, and it was to Cincinnati. And honestly, that's what's that's what's keeping Cincinnati in the top seven as well. So, um, an, another big game, uh, the A and M Ole Miss game. A and M looked like garbage yesterday. Yeah, they pooped garbage. The <laughs> Gar- garbage, man. When I'm telling you that everything was great this last weekend, Texas lost in football to Kansas. L. They lost to Gonzaga uh, uh, um, in basketball. Bad, too. It wasn't even close. Uh, A&M lost. And Texas Tech wins. And we're now bowl eligible, too. So, uh, but yeah, A&M played terrible. Zach Calzada was okay, I guess. He was just missing a lot of throws. He played like left, honestly, right, center, over, behind. Yeah. And, <laughs> and their running game their running game was really good. Matt Corral, though. Matt Boy, Corral kinda... Wait, hold up. Time out. I was, I was real casually like, tiptoeing my way through this conversation as I read something on Twitter. Uh, let's talk about the fact that Ole Miss put up 450 yards in the first half, only scored 15 points. This game should have been 48-0 in the first half, but Ole Miss couldn't score. So shout out to that AM defense. But they got it. They, it. The barn door should have came off in this game. We know that. There's no way. If you look at the box score, it looks like the barn door should have came off in the first half. So props well, to AM for you... keeping the pieces together. I told you this was going to be A&M's real test after Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and, but here's, and here's the interesting part. And what I realized this last weekend, they have not played anybody besides Alabama that can really score. And, that can, and, and that's why we only saw three points with Auburn. Look what Auburn just did this last week, too. Well, but I Auburn should have lit him up. He should have lit him up. He had every chance to, and he couldn't. I mean, he had one TD. I mean – if you think about how hot they were in the first half and they went to halftime and then it was like, all right, let's just hope we hold on. Screw it. Because in the second half, they were just like, uh, we're going to do a lot of the handoff. We're going to miss some open passes and we're going to punt on fourth down like we don't usually do. And it was yeah, just kind of like. A&M, it just, they, like they make, the, they make the easy games look hard and the hard games look easy. I'll give you um, that. I, I, I love the matchup. And if you're an A&M fan, you love the matchup too. Ole Miss's mm-hmm. defense is not very good. Uh, it's it's an SEC defense, but if we're in, in comparison to other <laughs> teams that you've played, it's not it's not even close to Alabama. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
and and you couldn't you couldn't do anything with that. And so and they they and they kept they just kept setting like they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. It was they one did, thing did. after another, and and they kept going backwards. But uh, this next week on college football, it's going to be interesting. Ohio State plays Michigan State. If Michigan State wants to get back into the top five conversation, Here it is. They beat Ohio State. If Ohio State loses, they're out. Game over. I, I, no mas. There's no there's no way they have a they put a two loss team in the top four. Uh, you've got Arkansas, Alabama, which right now I it, it's an interesting matchup just because Arkansas is one of those yeah, like for sure. It's just one of those kind of eh, eh, a floater, teams. a floater. And then and then <laughs> Vegas doesn't have it as an upset, but number three plays number three Oregon plays number four twenty four Utah this next week. Now those aren't the official <laughs> rankings yet, uh, but shout out to Utah, man. We we love <laughs> Utah. We love Utah over here on the show. Um, and and they've they're the line I think is minus three and a half right or no minus three. Oh, big big my money sweat on that one, huh? Uh, so. But the money line for, for Oregon is plus 130. I wouldn't take it. Oregon, and listen, Oregon's going to have a, a tough time. And, and they're playing at Utah. It's a night game at 630. Um, that's really the only big game. Uh, that's oh. really the only, uh, quote-unquote, upset that I see happening. Uh, maybe oh, Clemson can beat Wake Forest. No. No. I'm, that, yeah. Well, and you know how it goes, too. We'll see. Uh, we'll get rankings coming out uh, on Tuesday. And with Kath on Wednesday, we'll go and re- we'll readdress it all and get another good look. And we'll uh, vamp up towards the weekend. Maybe look deeper into that Oregon-Utah game. Because I do like the Utes going in that one. They won't get a lot of talk. But I think they can definitely compete in that one. Oh, guys, well, real quick, yeah. before we get out of here, guys, we got to give some love. J.J. Pierce alum. The man himself, Drew Timmy. I told you guys 28 going into the weekend and the Zags by 28 as well. Unfortunately, the Zags didn't live up to the scoreline. It was only 12 points. But, but Timmy damn, did, though. My boy showed up. My God, was he good. He went right. He went left. It was off two. It was off one. It was through doubles. It was from the outside. It was from the post. It was from the free throw line. My boy ripped Texas up any way they wanted it. They sliced. They diced. I know we watched this game, gentlemen. What did we think of my Gonzaga team? They look well. You said they were going to be insane, so you kind of set the bar kind of high. I did. Now, granted, Chet Holmgren was rough. I need to see more from our yeah, number one Chet player in the bad. nation. We cannot have two yeah. points and five rebounds. Uh, it looked like Chet was scared of his teammate. Drew plays on your team, kind dumbass. Of. He's yeah. not going to body you. Like you can not stand even, close to him. Not even that too. He was he was in early foul trouble, which also yeah. uh, hindered his ability to be. He'll on play the court. more than twenty three minutes. Of course, the, the fouls did hurt. Uh, let's yeah. give some love uh, to the transfers too. Uh, both of their transfer guards were great. Uh, Bolton coming out of uh, what was it, Ohio State, right? Kathy was a Big Twelve kid, so. if I'm not mistaken. And then Nimbard uh, coming from Florida. Both those guys came in and played great. Um, the point guard from Florida is going to be exactly what they need. The nine point, he ran the show real nice. Uh, he set my boy Drew up whenever my boy Drew needed it. Um, <laughs> the only. The, the spacing for this Gonzaga team is going to be a little tough. I, yeah, I yes. Think I, we want to see Chet on the ball more. That is Chet's specialty is with the ball in his hands as a facilitating mm-hmm. role. In order to do that, it means we have to chuck Drew into a corner, and when he's giving you 37 a night, it's hard to put my boy yeah. in the corner. You know what I'm saying? I don't I know. Was, everything you touched turned to gold. 15 for 19 is just something else. So I, what do we think, <laughs> Yeah, I, Listen, I don't know if – I don't know if you – I don't know if you throw Timmy down there. Listen, Timmy is incredible on the block, man. I mean, that's where he got oh. that's where he got the majority of his points was he was incredible. And he and he if only you let him catch it. If you let him catch it, he's giving you a bucket. There's no way around it. If you, if I you will let say, him put both those feet in the paint, it's done. It's a game. He's scoring. I will time. regress a little bit on Timmy. Towards the end of the game, he was taking very dumb shots. I'll give you that. We did we did think we were a little bit hotter than we were at the end of the second yes. half. 
I, I, I would I, I wanted to see a little bit not that he didn't shoot the ball a little bit better looks um I thought I thought Texas got kind of exposed yesterday uh, honestly I I know this is I know Drew Timmy probably is one of the if not the best oh he's the player of the year he's gonna he won't be the one pick because he doesn't have the nba game but he's he's gonna be the player of the year there's no way around that i mean but this 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 texas defense everybody was saying chris beard he he ran the defense out here at tech it's not true mark adams did and tech and and, oh ding 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 and and he they're they're thinking that texas is going to be a good defensive team now granted i I know they put the number one team and i'm not trying to look too far into it Honestly, Texas played better than what I thought they would play. So here's what I here's what I want to throw out. Um, my dad touched on this, and and I thought about it earlier. I mean, he they they better Texas better win this year. I mean, they they better finish top ten in the country, and and finish the top of the Big Twelve and go deep in the in the playoffs. Because if they don't, you're not you're not building a winning. The only reason why he got the transfers that he did was because of Chris Beard. Yeah, um, that's not going to happen if you don't build a winning culture and a winning and, and just this, and you win. That's not going to happen. So Texas, Chris Beard is on. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat, but Chris Beard, you better win here in the next it's year. It's pressure. Or two, it's pressure uh, for sure, because those because those num- those, you know, that number one transfer that came in. Uh, you, you've got Ramsey, Allen and Bishop, who are all phenomenal and Cunningham, who's who is good. They're, They're not going to be here. They're not yeah. going to be here in one or two years. Well, and they've got uh, and, six guys with degrees. That's odd. Like correct. that is that that's very odd. You know, it's a really old team, and so right. and like I said, they played better than I thought. I told you guys twenty plus over the or on Friday, and that wasn't the case. But besides that, we got exactly what we expected from that ball game. It was a great game to watch, gentlemen. Real quick, I'm going to open us up for some final takes, Mikey. Mike, give me a final take real quick before we get out of here. Um, definitely UNT basketball tonight. <laughs> Talk to him. My tournament pick, man. We're gonna put on the show. We're one and zero. We're gonna yeah. uh, two and zero. But uh, now, nah, in all seriousness, hopefully the Lakers can keep on stringing together some wins and get our, um get it back on track, and um have it looking all good for when LeBron comes back. Yeah, and hey, did you see Frank Vogel said he was day to day? Yeah, I, I think saw Frank Vogel. I lying, saw that. But... Oh, you think he's lying? I yeah, saw that. I'm not excited. Um, I, I think. Um, from what I hear, it sounds like Frank Vogel is uh, not speaking the same language as the doctors, but that's something well, we can talk PR about move. during the week. Yeah, definitely a PR move. Kath, give me a final take before we get out of here. Uh, I, I probably won't. I probably won't give anything sports here. I just want to say I appreciate you guys. Um, today is my birthday. Yeah, uh, and, and, um, and uh, I'm doing exactly what I love to do: sit on here and talk to you guys with some sports. So I, I do appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity and coming on here and. Uh, three times a week, we get to talk for 50 minutes, uh, and, it's, and it's the best part of my day. So uh, that uh, and and Texas Tech does basketball tonight. We're playing Prairie View A&M. Uh, I don't know what line is, but I hope we beat them by 20. Yeah, blow out, blow out. Uh, real quick, gentlemen, I'll give you guys some love because I got caught with my pants down on Friday night as my Villanova team choked away a tough one to Jack Juzang and the UCLA Bruins. And They're both good, of these by the way. Yeah, both of these gentlemen were smart enough to take the Bruins, and I was not. So shout out to you guys, and shout out to the Bruins for a great win, gentlemen. I'm happy to see college basketball back. Like I said, uh, we've got a great weekend looking, or a great weekend, a long time till the weekend, guys. Don't look forward to that one. <laughs> we got a great week ahead of us, and we're gonna have loaded shows on Wednesday and Friday with the NBA really ramping up. We've got college basketball in full swing now, guys. It was great to sit down. Like I said, y'all send some love to my boy Jay Cath, turning 45 today, growing up. All of <laughs> shout out to him. You guys. Stay safe. Kath, enjoy your birthday. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Appreciate it.